the thing that kills a movie, a concert, a sporting event for me is the fact that other people go to them. Yeah, yeah. So many people around me. I've never. Do you think that's an phys- age thing? Do you think? Do you think it happened as age? Because mm. I genuinely love people. That could be. I, I don't like hate or hatred or negativity, but I I love people. But I feel like the older I get, the more I actually do hate people. It's car con carne. God help us, we are on Clark Street in front of the Wiener Circle, uh, a, a legendary, infamous, kind of brutal place. I'm here with Matt Nicola. Hello. Comedic actor, all-around good guy. Yeah. And uh, we met, we've never hung out. Here's the thing, we did a table read yeah. for a TV pilot a, a few months back called Fatty, and uh, you were really good. And I, I, I you're, you're kind of mesmerizing to watch that you played the titular Fatty character, Um but I'm watching you. You are all charisma, dude. And I'm watching. I'm seeing you on and off stage. I'm thinking, this is a guy I want to hang out with. Nice. Yeah. That's what I was going for. Yeah, you've got it's personality for days. Yeah, it's all an act. <laughs> oh, that's so great. That's so nice of you to say. Uh, I feel like I I will compliment you several times by the time this is over. Oh, stop. No. So we're here at Wiener Circle. This is a good chance for us to hang out. Um, and before we, the the smell from this brown bag it smells is, so good, and it's like oh, you can see all the grease at the bottom of the bag just collecting. Oh, you're just spotting. <laughs> and you actually asked the woman behind the counter, "What's a char dog?" That, that they actually came out of your mouth. I didn't know. It's a hot dog that's I've, charred. I've never, I never ordered one of those before. Is that a traditional Chicago style hot dog? Is it? No, it's char? not traditional, but I mean, it's. Oh, okay. throw it, throw it on some. Uh, well, I didn't hot prepare grades. to be shamed on this podcast, no. so you should always brace yourself. So but the bottom I didn't know. I didn't know that it was. So it, it means that it's lightly charred. Yeah. Right? Okay. So that's what we got. Okay. We've got a bag full of charred dogs. I'm excited. Are you uncomfortable? No, I'm not sorry. at all. all right. I'm really excited. All right. So let's. You're, get... It's going to take more than that to offend me. Fair enough. And that's why I assume. What I assume. Um, all right. So you, Matt Nicola, give us some history. I, I, I know you've bounced around like every major comedy institution in chicago yeah so give give us the quick linkedin profile uh cool so do you want like okay yeah okay uh so hi everyone my name is matt nicola (laughs) Um, hi matt (laughs) hi mom uh no so i i moved uh i went to illinois state university i'll i'll do everything i'm gonna do the whole linkedin dude bring it okay okay i I want awards i want recommendations i want everything you find in the linkedin I went to Illinois State University to study performance and what's called arts technology. Um, graduated from there. Um, while I was there, I actually did radio, like you. Um, not like you, really, though. You're like a prolific radio jockey, and I was just a lowly week weekend and nighttime. Guy. Did you change your name for the radio? Yeah, I was. I, well, so okay, so when I did <laughs> when I did uh, CHR or Urban. I was you DJ. Yeah. Okay. I did Power 92. Sweet. In Bloomington, I was DJ Matches. And yeah, then, you were. And then at B&Q, which is a current, what's it, what is it, CHR? Yeah. Current Hits Radio, yeah, right? Top 40, yeah. Yeah, Top 40, I was. I just went by Matt, because that's what they wanted. They wanted you to, they wanted the listeners to That really is one relate. of the dumbest things that radio stations allow, is their disc jockeys to go by one name. Yeah, they want- How do you, as a listener, <laughs> attach yourself to a one like, if it's not a wacky name, it's so not memorable. Oh, my God. It's so funny because I remember the meeting there. I was like, I think I want to go. They're like, what do you want to call yourself, you know? And I'm like, well, I think I want to go by DJ Matches because I had somewhat 
become known as that because I DJ'd four or five nights a week because actually at clubs. DJ Matches, he's responsible for incendiary shows on yes, the radio. Yes. Light a fire, DJ Matches. <laughs> <laughs> nights. One of my, uh, one of my uh, what is it called when you have those, um, man, I've been out of it for so long. It's like the, uh, uh, you know, you get the voiceover and they're like little voice spots. They're like call to actions, but like voices. Like, like don't flick your bick. Matches is in the mix. Right, like like a sweeper. Yeah, like a, a sweeper. Yeah, That's yeah. what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah, one of mine was don't flick your bick. Matches is in the mix. It's like the worst. Uh, but no, so I did that. Um, yeah, I had the meeting. They're like, yeah, we just want to call you Matt. We think it'll read well. We think it'll read well. You know, it's perfectly nondescript. <laughs> you can you know, fade away to anonymity really easily with that one. <laughs> yeah, right, Matt. In a pretty much, uh, yeah, <laughs> there's so many mats in this neighborhood. That's what, so what, there are. This neighborhood, uh, there's a disproportionate amount of yoga pants happening over here by Wiener so Circle. Many. It, it's it's almost shocking. Yeah, and we look... Like Lululemon should have a sponsorship of Lakeview. Yeah. Uh, so I did the radio thing. Um, and actually, the two people that I worked with at radio are Mason and Remy, who are now on uh, 95.5 here in Chicago. 95.5 is what? The It's like a country station. Oh, that's right. They got that's a morning right. show. Anyways, so I did that anyway. So I did that, and then uh, I graduated, and I kept DJing. I moved to Chicago, uh, went to grad school for film and animation, because for a long time I wanted to be a Disney animator. And uh, I started taking classes at Second City. From there I went to I.O., um, and then I just started performing at Second City on like the training center shows. And then I finished I.O. I didn't make a team. Uh, I started working with The Annoyance. I started working at The Annoyance. I, I hosted my own show, which ran for like two years. That's where I met the fatty director, mm-hmm. Eric, um, at DePaul. And The um, Annoyance is great. The Annoyance, I love The Annoyance. It's my it's my all-time favorite place in, in the whole city. I mean, it's they allow you to do whatever you want. They were the first ones to give me a shot. You know, a lot mm-hmm. of these places are very like, well, Second City is very business-oriented, you know. And I.O. at the time was very like... I felt like it, they were giving opportunities to people that were on teams. Um, and when I went to Annoyance, I felt home. You know, I got a shot right away, and I was playing, like, three or four nights a week, which was really cool for me. Um, you know, outside of, like, bar prov, which, for your listeners that aren't improvisers, that's just you performing in a crappy basement of a bar somewhere, you know, and it's... it's that sounds pretty thankless. Yeah. it's. Yeah. I mean, it's a lot like stand-up comedians now, how they're... Most of the stand-up comedians in Chicago are performing for stand-up comedians in Chicago. <laughs> you know what I mean? So that's, that's so true. <laughs> that's how you're working your bits, you know? So I, I guess that's true of any arts-related thing. I mean, local bands are playing to other musicians. Right. By and large at night. Right. So it's similar. It's, it's a very weird atmosphere. It's very dark. It's very <laughs> drunk. Most of the time it's very white. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, so... Uh, I'm still sort of treading the water. I'm still finding my way. Fatty is a, you know, it's a passion project for me. I'm really excited to get it off the ground. I went to, this is sort of my last thing for my LinkedIn profile. I just finished uh, Black Box, the Black Box program, which is great. It's it's basically a Meisner-based program with some of the teachers from Steppenwolf. And mm-hmm. it's so good. It was so great. So I'm, I'm super excited to work with all these cool new tools I have, you know, with Fatty. It's going to be great. I mean, you saw the table read. I loved it. The table read was super fun, and let's talk about that. Uh, I I got invited to be the narrator, yeah. reading all the... all the. We were super pumped to have you, too. When we found out you signed on, we were like, yes, this is going to be awesome. I, I read all the cues for the actors yeah. and, and, like, all the scene-setting stuff. Right. Dude, that was so much fun. Have, I, have you ever done anything like no, that No, never in my life. Well, that's so weird. 
It's so weird too. Uh, I just have to say this. I'm so used to looking at people in the eyes when we have a conversation <laughs> that the mics are set up to where we can't look at each other in the eyes. So I'm just like randomly being distracted by people walking by and I can't look at you. So I'm like side looking at you. Uh, but that was so much fun. I, yeah. I never done anything like that. That was my first. We'll call it a performance. That was, that was really it was. Neat. It was. I think. I think any time that you have an audience, it's a performance. I think any time you don't have an audience, it's a performance. You know, Robin Williams used to perform on the street corner. That's technically an audience. Yeah. You know what I mean? Uh, which I always found fascinating about Robin Williams. Fascinating dude. All right. So Fatty, we did that table read. Yeah. Uh, the idea. Now, when I walked in, it was you know you. I have to. That's your first compliment. Okay. You. You got. You. You got stuck in traffic, right? You had something going on where you were there just in time. Oh, yeah, yeah. And you, like, picked it up like a pro. You've never done that before, and you were, like, right on it. Never saw the script. That was Right, never saw the script. That's amazing. Yeah, so kudos Thank you. to you. I'll give you, here, snaps. Oh, sweet. Snaps. No, that was super fun. All right, so, Fatty, th- this was a table read. Yeah. The idea being that, it, you know, you guys would all kind of coalesce, and it would be something that could be shopped yeah. to some some television. Right, some, some television entity or also... Like an Amazon mm-hmm. or a Netflix. And we had already shopped it. Um, a, we, a video content provider. Right. Exactly. We had already started talking to... Um, we have a friend who works for uh, Kevin Spacey's sort of incubator that mm-hmm. does Netflix. And I might be misspeaking, but I think it's the one that did... Uh, or that at least brought House of Cards to him. Mm-hmm. And uh, we pitched it to them. And if I'm remembering the story correctly, they really liked it. But they wanted to see something. Got it. Okay. And that's how it works. There's two ways. You either get an option, mm-hmm. which is to produce it, or they buy it, and then they'll produce it. Um, and we kind of really want to be hands-on with it, you know? Yeah, why not? And um, so, you know, we decided to put this table read together to both, you know, get some money and also, um, you know, just kind of put it out there. Put it in the universe, mm-hmm. you know? And uh, it was really fun. It was really fun. So, so where does it sit? I mean, because you, you said this is kind of your thing now. Yeah. Is it stuff you can talk about? Uh, is it stuff you have to come back in a month or two to talk about? Uh, yeah, I'll, I'll, <laughs> I'll gladly, yeah, pitch myself another gig here in the car to eat some food. <laughs> I love eating and I love sitting in cars with microphones. This is the best. It's <laughs> like radio, best. except without the comfort aspect. I'm just surprised. I'm very... Okay, so I was thinking about this today. I'm a very extroverted person and really? I'm charismatic. Yes, I would describe <laughs> myself as that. But just as much as I'm that, I'm equal parts uncomfortable uncomfortable about everything. And I think that's what makes people funny in comedy. Sure. Is that just as much as they're extroverted about their opinions and their ideas and physicality, they're so like weird about things you know like right now i'm very uncomfortable like i'm i feel like i'm like ready to attack it what, what, like, i don't know it's is there something i can do to help you no or? no no i love it i love i constantly live in fear <laughs> but I, I think that the kind of personality type you're describing not at all uncommon you know going back to radio which is really yeah that's all i know matt um i love that though i wish <laughs> listen i don't want to i I love that. I work with another lady who's like wanted to do radio and then she couldn't do it because all she was doing is promotions. Mm-hmm. I wish I could have stayed in radio, but I wasn't that type. Well, radios, I mean, it, it's a tough biz. It, it is. And it's, it's only getting tougher. But you know, going back to radio and the, these personalities you describe, you know, comedy yeah. and, and acting, it's true of the, the big broadcast personalities. Uh, you know, every big morning show host, every big morning personality you know, they light up. Right. They're on mic. The second they're off, man, they are frightened of people. Yeah. They're scared of their own shadow. Yeah. They just want to be left alone. They want to go to their dark corner. 
and, and not be bothered. It's weird because for me, it never was like that until like very recently, like until like after grad school, I started noticing that I was like more and more uh, agoraphobic. Mm -hmm. That's the right term, right? For fear of people. Yeah. So anyways, (laughs) uh, I was at a festival, a street fest in Chicago, as we have a ton of them. And uh, there were so many people there. I just got nervous and I like went... And well, just, see, I hate crowds. Yeah, I can't do it, man. That's what I'm talking about. I'm, I'm like fearful of crowds. It's not even that I'm fearful. I just maybe, it's, maybe anxiety is a better word than fear. I get okay. like, stressed out when there are that many humans, sweaty humans at that. Yeah, and yeah. It, and I've said this before, but the thing that kills a movie, a concert, a sporting event for me is the fact that other people go to them. Yeah, yeah. So many people around me. I've never. Do you think that's an visit- age thing? Do you think do you think it happened as age? Because mm. I genuinely love people. That could I, be. I don't like hate or hatred or negativity, but I I love people. But I feel like the older I get, the more I actually do hate people. <laughs> it could be. It could you be a grumpy, grumpy I mean? old man thing. Because I just and I I like I have to check that negativity because I I don't want to be that guy that's just so angry at everything. You know, a lot of people going back to comedy and yeah. I own Second City. Yeah, sorry, we're kind of all over the place. That it's a podcast. Good. Yeah. Okay, cool. I was I was hoping it was. Yeah. So going back to that, <laughs> Chicago has always had been given credit as a comedy city. The Mecca. It, it seems like, and I could be way off base, but it seems like the reputation is validating itself a lot lately. Yeah, it is. Um, it is in a way to more mainstream people, and it is also in a way that like sort of heading away from Chicago in a lot of ways, meaning a lot of people are here to perform because we do live in, in, they call it the Mecca because we can perform every night of the week. If we want, we have so many like bar prop places or, you know, just these little like bookstores are even having shows now Mm -hmm. and people can come here and learn their voice, find their voice, find their craft, hone their craft, and then move to New York or LA and then sort of come up. Um, I think that's what you're talking yeah. about. Not necessarily just the actual talent that's getting ripped from these places. No, I mean, but um, it, it seems like the word comedy is coming up a lot. Like, yeah. Like the scene is being recognized. Yeah. Like my friend uh, Chris Red, who was just in Popstar. Mm-hmm. I was just talking to him today. He was one of those people, man. He was just so nice and he works so hard. And uh, he plays uh, Hunter the Hungry in Popstar. And it's... He's hilarious, and that's with the Lonely Island guys. Yeah, yeah. Um, I didn't know if you knew, because uh, I can't look, can't see you in the eyes. So <laughs> I just have to make noises until you affirm what I'm saying. Uh, yeah, so he was in that movie, and uh, he's great, man. And he was just another example of a Chicago guy, you know, that just started working his butt off, you know, and found success. All right, so I'm unloading. The- yeah, get it, get after it. I'm ready. Okay, I'm so ready. They said we should share a fry, and we were like, "Nah, nope. we're not nope. doing that." Here. Uh, so what did you order? Same thing you got. Got a char dog. Char dog and some, some frizzles. Oh, some frizzles. I think I have some napkins on me. You, you oh, got some the napkins? grease on these. Oh yes, that's what I'm all about. Holy, I'm hey. actually on a I'm actually on a diet because I'm uh, I want to do this. This is this clown class. Wait, for real? For real, for real. Hold on. Are up. you checking your text? No, I'm turning my phone All off. Right. I should have done it before. I'm very unprofessional. No. A clown class. Well, I want to do it for reasons of like, I don't want to be, I don't want to be 
This is very vulnerable of me right now. Thank you. Um, <laughs> People open up in the front seat of a Mazda three. <laughs> yeah, hatchback, baby. Hatchback. Don't don't sell yourself short. Um, I don't want to be the. I don't want to always be the fat, funny guy. You know what I mean? There's this thing in comedy where people think that like your size often dictates how funny you are. Like Jonah Hill, when he lost weight, mm-hmm. people were That's like, interesting. People were like, he's not funny anymore. And I'm like, dude, he's hilarious. He's a smart writer. You know what I mean? And he's a good actor. Look at Moneyball. I just watched This Is The End again mm-hmm. last week. Mm-hmm. Oh my God, he's so funny. And then mm-hmm. there's that one scene where just everything's going to hell and you see him praying, hey God, it's me, Jonah Hill from Moneyball. <laughs> I love the part when, um, oh, what's his name? Danny McBride walks in and he's like he's like you're a he's, what is he he's like you're a goddamn Emmy Emmy nominated actor I expected more from you Jonah <laughs> well, I'm not good at quoting movies but that's I can't watch that movie past the first half that is some bass on that car yeah I hope you guys picked that up oh my I'm sure we did uh, we will give you a free Usher CD a burn if you can pick out what song that was no we won't um, there are grilled onions on this that's a nice touch mm-hmm. I told you you need to grow onions yeah no you're right you know what I'm saying <laughs> you're right alright so you know you, you mentioned your size yeah I'm a big guy you're husky yeah I'd say more than husky I, I think you I think it's good to be honest with yourself um, I went to an acting class in Chicago when I first moved here, and I was like, they had you go around the room and say, like, well, it's kind of messed up. They're like, what do you see yourself? And then other, everyone else had to say, what, what do you see them as? And I always got funny, funny friend, policeman, uh, villain, a criminal, and it was mostly because of my size. And I, I immediately had to work extra hard in comedy. And acting to, like, not be, you know, that weird physical size and presence on stage. You know what I mean? I do. And that, to me, leads to the question. You are behind this this concept called Fatty. Yeah. Where the lead character is a sizable... He's a big dude. Farley-esque dude. Mm-hmm. Or John Candy-sized yeah. dude. Can I eat and talk at the same time? I, I like that. Yeah. That, I that's, like that aesthetic. That's what we do. <laughs> Um, it, it's way. not much of a concept, but it's my concept. I love it. Car con carne. Mm-hmm. Right? Mm-hmm. Yep. Nailed it. <laughs> I did my due diligence. Well done. <laughs> um, so, I mean, are you comfortable with that? Yeah, I am. I wasn't at first. Um, but you know what? The guys that are behind it, Brett and Eric, are both very, like, they're pros, man. Brett is a pro. And when I come to them with anything, whether it's, like, something I'm... I'm I'm uncomfortable with or whatever. They're there to like they got my back. You mm-hmm. know, that's the best thing about this. And I know it's really cheesy and people say it all the time, but like we're all pretty tight. Like we're a pretty close family. Like Rusty Schwimmer, who plays my mother, she's awesome. She's so great, man. She's done so much stuff. Yeah, and we're like working. That's another that we're working on this thing. It's going to be a comedy, like a com- it's more. It's more just like slapstick comedy stuff. More like Kids in the Hall. More mm-hmm. like Fly to the Concords. Weird and goofy and slapsticky, and she's like she she like like we just fell in love. You know what I mean? Like I saw stars when I looked into her eyes for the first time. Just kidding. Yeah. Well, she was at the table read. I'm like, mm-hmm. oh, I know her. Mm-hmm. It's pretty cool. Um, she was in. Man, I'm not eating these hot peppers, and I'm really sad. I love hot peppers. Why aren't you eating them? Because 
I just don't have a place to put them. They didn't put them on the hot dog. They mm-hmm. put them on the side of the hot dog. I'm like, why don't you put it on the hot yeah. dog? Yeah. It's not like you can spread out at a table and kind of navigate right. around the hot dog. You no, know, what am I supposed to do with this? Like, eat a little bit and have all the juice come out? <laughs> I'm going for a whole thing. Um, yeah, and the, the bun is so soggy right now. Uh-huh. The dog is completely falling apart. I'm game. That said, it's totally delicious. Wiener Circle never disappoints. I actually want to come back and do this show again with you. Oh, I don't want to get... I want to come back and do this show again with you, and I want to take you on a Globe Trotters version that I used to do when I wasn't so health conscious. Um, it's the Harlem Globe Trotters of food. What does that it's mean? It's the best French fries, the best burger, and the best shake. And you go to three different places, and you oh, dude. get each one, and that's what you get. I would love that. Dude, we should do it. I wanted to do that. I love that. It's like uh-huh. a carcon carne food crawl mm-hmm. that's so good that's a, how is that never even entered my mind that's brilliant yeah i wanted to do that but we'll have to do it again later it'll be super fun mm-hmm. um we should pick up guests at each stop yes i love that yes and i i i have some suggestions for where we should go have you ever been to byron's oh sure in fact it, you know i i guess i wasn't being totally truthful about my first performance last summer uh-huh i did a live stage show at uptown underground liar liar that's me. I'm a liar. You're a liar. I forgot about it, but I did it for six weeks. It was mm-hmm. super fun. It was like a late night talk show concept. Oh, great. Were you the host? Yeah. Oh, sweet. I did monologues and everything. Oh. Do you think you would ever see yourself doing like a Conan or like a Fallon and being the voice guy? I'm not a voice guy. No, I know, but like, would you do that? Sure. I'd do anything. That's sweet. I'd do anything for money. That'd be cool. You'd be... That'd be cool. Yeah, I would do anything for money, too. And right. hot dogs. That's right. I, I interrupted you. What were you saying? Oh, no, it's all good. No, uh, our ritual after the show, uh-huh. uh, my co-host, Jim Lynham, and um, my friend, Rob LaFrance, who Name dropper. Uh, well, I, okay, now hang on. My friend Jim died <laughs> shortly after the run ended, oh, so that, how dare you? That makes um, me feel real good. See? Uh, but no, our ritual after the show every week was we went to Byron's on Lawrence. Oh, Byron's is so good. Byron's is so good. It's so, yeah, I'm, I'm totally familiar. They have Green River. On the fountain tap. Oh, that's like that's like bootleg Mountain Dew, right? No, it's, it's right. It's it's Sum kind it up. of it's. <laughs> what is it? It's limey. It's 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 it was it's created. In, it, it's created in Chicago. I don't oh. think they make it here anymore. But it's like a classic green soda. Oh my god! It's very sweet, great. and it's actually what's your awesome. favorite soda of all time? Green River's up there. Um, really? I I love, I love root beer. I love Dad's. Oh. Mm. A good brewed. Have you had brewed root beer? Where like I have. brewed like beer? Uh huh. Oh, so smooth. I, I do like yeah, the. It, usually those are not as carbonated. Yeah. That's more molasses like mm-hmm. Yeah. No, I, I I'm a sodist. I love soda. You like soda? Mm-hmm. I stopped drinking soda. Well, this is like the first soda I've had in a while. You know, I, I'm I'm really throwing you off the wagon here. Aren't you I? are. You are. I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna. Uh, I'm so gonna work out. I, I brought now. a pack of lemon Oreos. Um, I, I can't keep those at my house. I saw those. Um, I'll try them. Okay, they're delicious. I'll take them. Don't Truly, worry. I'm not allowed to keep these at my house. I'll find I have them. a problem with these. <laughs> I love that. I think it's important though that you can recognize that and be like, I've got to give them some. My, fa- my family I'm also hides- kind of offended that you brought them for me. <laughs> well, it's for me too. My my family understands the problem. They hide oh, it. Yeah. They talk about a problem situation mm-hmm. when when they're hiding the cookies. Hide those from dad. You know, you know, I you, love know that. you know what's going to happen. That's so funny. I had that with um, with something the other day. Oh, I can't remember what it was, but my girlfriend Jess was just like, she's a like name dropper. Yeah, 
<laughs> I love that you're giving it back because I was like, I hope he, I hope he understands I'm teasing him. Oh yeah, of course. Um, but yeah, Jess would like, Jess would like, uh, like we'd go get ice cream together or like uh, gelato together. Gelato is my new thing. I've never had gelato till this year. Till this year? Yeah, it's so good. I love gelato. That's how you know you're an adult. Your first gelato. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah, I think so. You know, it's a rite of passage. It's like... Uh, Dude, go to Mariano's. They've got a whole, like, gelato... They're building one on Broadway right by my place. Anyways, I'm real excited And they have about a that. bar in Mariano's. Do they? Oh, my God. I'm going to start going there to get... People are always so surprised. Like, the one on Lawrence by Damon... They have they have a nice one with a piano bar and everything. Yeah, they have, like, a four-piece band playing there yeah. on the weekend. And really? Pe- people go and, like, hang out. Like, it's a singles oh. destination. Man, that's sweet. Mm-hmm. Man, I would vacation in a Mariano's... All I need is like a cool bowling alley or some sweet room I can hang out with. It's <laughs> <laughs> like a well, one-stop shop Mariano's. I, I always spend more than I want to at Mariano's. And I realize it's because all the stores are laid out like a casino. There are no clocks. There are no windows. Yeah. And you don't know how to exit. Yeah, you don't. It's kind of weird, right? Especially if you want something from like the deli or market area and then you want to just leave. You have to like go through everything mm-hmm. to get to it. It's like a casino. It's like, oh, well, maybe I'll just play one more slot before I go. She's not even wearing a, a full... She said, I don't need a top. What is she even wearing? I'm not sure. I told Jess, name dropping again, I told Jess the other day, I'm like, you know how they have these... We sound like old white men, but... Hey, guess what? <laughs> I'm not old, bro. <laughs> um, They have these tights now that like have stripes of see-through on them, mm-hmm. and they like wrap around the leg. I'm like, Jess, they're going to just start getting like less and less... like. Women are not going to be wearing anything soon. Mm-hmm. They're just going to be like, "Huh, I just didn't feel like putting any pants on." By the way, I, I parked here in Clark. I originally parked behind Wiener Circle because they do have a small lot. Mm-hmm. I thought uh, this is a great chance to attract attention. I'm recording a podcast. I've got microphones set up in the car. Yeah, I have my Car Con Carne sticker on the rear passenger door. You do? I do. I didn't see that. I just put it up. That's cool. All right, hang on. The girl who had no shirt on just walked by with a bag of McDonald's. Hold up. You can't do that. That's flaunt. That's like teasing. That's okay. You can't do that in front of us. She must have one of those really obnoxious metabolisms. Yeah. Hate her. Yeah. We're, or she's like going to go put a french fry out and do one of those ab rollers, and every <laughs> ab roll she gets a french fry. <laughs> like, Delayed gratification. Yeah, right. This chick is like, look at this chick. She's got the, the gothy all cool thing. look to her. She's got a very cool look to her. She's looking at us. You just waved. waved. You just waved. She didn't do anything. She no. No, in fact, she may have put a little spring in her step there. She may have accelerated a bit. <laughs> I have a tendency to frighten people. It's going to be gross because I haven't eaten this way in a while. You have to understand that. I'm, I'm, I feel really guilty. You signed me up for this. Well, you said let's More go somewhere. More spandex. What are we going to do? <laughs> Christ on a crutch. Um, you said let's go somewhere in Lakeview. And i got to say, as far as like cheap eats goes... There aren't a whole there lot of options. There aren't a whole lot of options. I really, I really, had, to, I really had to think about it. Like, even yeah. like taquerias and stuff, there aren't a ton. There aren't. Uh, actually, you know this place behind us, this taco place behind us? Mm-hmm. On Tuesday, they have like $5 margaritas, and they're huge. Huge, huge, huge. But again, still doesn't help. Yeah. More spandex. Like, at what point do you wake up and you're like, should I put over pants or spandex? I'm okay with the spandex decision-making. I mean, yeah... I, th- I think it, it, it represents good judgment. Yeah, I think it's just like, I don't know, makes me want to work harder, you know? Like, start dressing nicer instead oh, of wearing cargo shorts. 
My, <laughs> here we go. Here we go, cargo shorts. Um, what is what is up with this relentless, like, uh, witch hunt towards cargo shorts recently? I don't know. Like, first, they took away my jorts, and now... I also like, oh, jean shorts? Yeah. Oh, uh, I got a pair of, co- I got a cool couple pair of jean shorts. See? Yeah, you can do jean shorts. Yeah, don't let anyone tell you you can't. Bring Thank those back this summer. Thank you. But the cargo shorts, like, dude, I don't carry a purse. I, I, I need a place for my phone. And Have you ever gone piece. camping? Hello? Have you ever gone camping? You got a knife? You got water? Compass? As rugged as I Nuts. may seem in real life, I, I don't. I've never camped. I've, Swiss Army knife. I never carry that stuff. <laughs> All right. So, the, where where can people see here, enjoy, ingest you? So right now it's actually uh, fatty. Fatty will be coming up shortly. Uh, we will be going into production. I think in August. So fatty. It's amazing. Will, yeah, I'm excited about that. Yeah, very excited about that. Um, I just did some TV auditions. So hopefully you'll see me on some. Local Chicago f- shows. Maybe I'll be a dead guy. Maybe I'll be. <laughs> <laughs> that, that's my luck. It's like heart attack victim or like uh, something stupid like that. Uh, no, so that's that. And then I'm I'm also working on. Um, I took some time off. Like I said, I wanted to like get get healthier. Yeah, you know what I mean. That's the vulnerable part of me. I'm kind of kind of uncomfortable sharing this with everyone that I don't know. Um, but. I wanted to get healthier because I wanted to start doing more like physical clown based comedy, you know, because no one's really doing that right now, Mm -hmm. you know, like, um, Monty Python style. It's more like based on like, you know, clown type stuff, but not like clowning and like, Oh, look at me. I'm scary. You know what I mean? But like, anyways, whatever. Uh, so I haven't been really performing that much. Okay. That's what I'm saying. So I'm working on a solo show, fatty and also, uh, lights out. Well, I think you're a guy to watch, a guy to keep an eye on. I appreciate that. I feel like, I feel like we just had a regular conversation. I wasn't trying to be funny. I feel good about this. Well, that's kind of the idea. Okay, good, 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 good. Because I was like, should I be funny? Remember, no, I, had, I had bits planned for this. You remember? I, I did. I was yeah. curious how that was going to play out. Uh, but then I, I also realized because I thought this was going to be filmed. <laughs> There's nary a camera in sight. Nary a camera. It's a podcast. Nary a camera. Do you film your podcast? Yes. Do you really? Yeah. Damn it. Okay. Yeah. You don't film your podcast? <laughs> it's like extra. It's like an extra way to meet your viewers. That's right. That's right. All right. So you're a guy to watch. <laughs> um, Thank you. Please watch me uh, as soon as I get something up. Oh, uh, I am building. Okay. Can I plug this real quick? Yeah. I'm building a website. It's going to be mattnicola.com. And each, you know, we were talking about Chicago being the mecca because people mm-hmm. can bring their own work. I feel like, and I think there's it's a very obvious platform or medium is shorts, TV, film. Yeah, yeah. But also the stuff that you can create on your own. You know, we all have digital cameras now. I'm going to start creating my own stuff centered around me on my website. Awesome. So the first thing when you come That's to my website. Idea. Yeah, thank you. Uh, the first thing you're going to see is a short video uh, with me in it and some of my friends. So, you know, mattnicola.com. You can check that out. Awesome. Uh, thanks for doing this. Thank you for having me. This is really fun. Food was really good. It and was. I'm going to smash all of those lemon Oreos. Yeah. Oh, yeah. we got to get to those. Mm-hmm. Uh, if you like the show, please tell a friend. Carquin uh, Carne is part of the Fledgling Yak Channel Podcast Network. Uh, also in that network are shows from Amy Guth, uh, JBTV, the much-beloved, long-running music television show, and Michelle Lamore, international burlesque star. And uh, Beyond the Boards, a 
podcast about storefront theater, all part of Yak Channel. Yes. Uh, please check that out. Carconcarne.com, yakchannel.com, at carconcarne, at Yak Channel. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you.